0: Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So obviously we have ten commandments, and eight out of those ten commandments, they start off with do not, right? Do not lie, do not be envious, don't use God's name in vain. So God gives us ten commandments, and out of those eight, out of those ten, eight of them start with do not, but Jesus is constantly giving us other commandments outside of the ten commandments, right? There's other commandments and today, Jesus, outside of the Ten Commandments that we know, and we've studied, and we've learned in catechism, and we try to practice, today Jesus gives us another commandment. We have to be very, att- very attentive to what he says. In today's gospel, Jesus says to his apostles, Do not command, that's a command. Do not let your hearts be troubled. This is not nice advice. This is, not, this is a commandment. Jesus is asking his apostles and us today, do not let your hearts be troubled. And again, if we're followers of Jesus and we proclaim that that man is our Lord, our Savior, because of him we can get to heaven now, then we follow his commandments. Not just the 10, don't lie, don't lust, don't so on and so forth. There's another commandment: do not let your hearts be troubled. And if jesus commands us do not let your hearts be troubled then we have to obey this command it's not just again just just news or uh, a suggestion no this is what jesus is asking us and the number one sign that somebody has a troubled heart is someone who with a troubled heart is worried all the time if i am worried all the time my heart is troubled Now, that doesn't make me a bad Christian, that doesn't make me, but I'm not doing what Jesus is asking me to do. If I say I believe in God, again, if I proclaim Jesus is my Lord, he's my Savior, if I believe in God and I have faith in Jesus, but I'm worried all the time, then the truth is I might want to follow Jesus with not worrying all the time. I may want to trust God so I don't have to worry all the time, but clearly if I'm worried all the time, I'm struggling To not allow my heart to be troubled. Struggling with that. We do consider ourselves faithful people. We come to Mass every week. We pray every day. Some of us go to daily Mass. Again, that's a sign of, I want to trust you. I I don't want to worry. But my heart's troubled. So that is, there's a difference between worrying all the time and having faith. They contradict each other. There's a tension there. And again, there are times when we may not feel so great about something that's normal that's human if i told you never feel worried then i would be lying myself because i feel worried at times you feel worried at times but being worried is a decision the feeling of being worried comes to us 50 times a day 100 times a day about school business work whatever it may be we're being bombarded with worrisome things but i decide and you decide If it comes in, if it troubles my heart, that's a decision. That's a decision, brothers and sisters. We'll put our trust in something. We'll put our trust in the government. We'll put our trust in ourselves. We'll put our trust in friends. We'll put our trust in our bank accounts. We'll put our trust in our businesses. But those things are very shaky and very unstable. And that will allow my heart to be even more troubled when I'm not placing my trust in Almighty God. In the Father, in the Son, and in the Holy Spirit. Because our God is unshakable. Our God is sturdy. Our God, Jesus Christ, is called the rock for a reason. Rocks don't move. But you want to start being the rock? We will shake. We will start putting our trust in other things. Our hearts will be very troubled. And so three ways, I just talked about three ways on how to overcome worry, because if worry leads to a troubled heart, we better learn how to overcome worry. And this is a lifelong process. Till the day we die, nobody can say today, I trust God 100%, because that's not possible. So I'm not talking at you, I'm talking with you. I need to learn as well. I want to grow in my trust. I want to grow in my faith. I want my heart not to be troubled. Every time I come up here, it's not easy. I get worried. Are they going to like me? Or are they going to like what I have to say? Do they do this, this? Is someone going to complain to some? But I have to also trust in the Lord. I have to trust in the promptings of the Holy Spirit daily. And I want that for you as well. And you should want that for me. So three ways to overcome worry. Because again, worry leads to a troubled heart. And Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. The first thing. We overcome worry when we surrender. That word surrender has kind of, we don't understand what surrender means. Sometimes we think that uh, surrender just means, it's uh, it's just, okay, I'm just going to sit here. I've surrendered it to God, I'm just going to sit here and I'm not going to worry about it. That's not what surrender means. Again, we all have something on our heart, on our mind that causes us to worry. But some of us make it our duty to worry about our lives and the lives of other people. We wouldn't know how to act if we didn't have something to worry about. It's our job. It's like we have a degree. We're a master's degree or a doctorate degree in worrying. Get your money back if you think you got a degree in worrying because that's not what God wants. Rather than worrying, we are called to live, uh, to surrender to God. That's what we're called to do, rather than worrying. And to surrender to God means, Jesus, I give you access to this thing that's causing me to worry. My children, my business, my upcoming exam, my health, my fill-in-the-blank. I'm giving you access to it, God, because I'm holding on to this worry for a dear life, and my heart is troubled. But now I'm going to open up the door. It's still here. The thing that's causing me worry is here. But I give you access to it, God. Because when I give you access to it, God, I I will be less troubled. When I'm giving access to God to something, then God will come in. We're saying, Lord, I trust you when I give access to God. Lord, I trust you so much that your will will be done in my life, in the life of others, whatever it is I'm praying about, whatever is troubling my heart. God, I give you access to it, and I trust your will will be done. Now, we give God access to it, but we still pray, we still go to Mass, we still study. Whatever it is that's heavy on my heart. Again, we I'll just sit back and say, okay, that's it. I'm not going to study because I trust in God. We know that's not what God means. Jesus told St. Faustina, do your best, and I'll take care of the rest. St. Padre Pio says, pray. Pray. Hope. Have hope. And don't worry. Because if we're praying and we have hope, what are we worrying about? Because I've surrendered it to God because ultimately, God, your will is going to be done. I want you to have access to this God because I want your will. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to hurt. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to worry. We, will, we, will, we, will li- we live in a troubled world, and because we live in a troubled world, we will encounter troubles. So to never encounter troubles is not going to happen. God doesn't necessarily want our troubles to happen, but they will because we live in this world. So again, to surrender is to give it to Jesus so my heart won't be troubled, and I can be at peace. When we surrender, it means, God, you have access to it now, and I'm not the only one carrying it. In surrendering, we give God permission to what it is that is causing me to worry more, more access to those things that keep us up at night. Because again, God does not want us to be up at night. Those who worry, myself included, sometimes we forget who is our God. We forget what type of God we have. Let me remind you, We have the same God as the God of Moses who in the Old Testament parted the seas so they can go through the Red Sea, get to the other side and escape slavery. That's who we have as a God. That's not just a cute story. That's not just some fictional story. This is a real-life event that took place. That's our God. We have the same God as the God of David in the Old Testament who was this young little shepherd boy who went against a, a giant. And sometimes our worries can be these huge giants. And he took him down with one marble, this giant, one marble. He threw it at him, it hit him in the face, and he died. That's who we have as a God. That's not just a cute story. We have the same God that Mother Mary, the Mother Mary that had as well. The same one in this uncertain, worrisome situation that she's in, that's who we have as a God. Jesus was a healer back then, and he's a healer now. Jesus was a savior back then, and he's his savior now. Jesus was called the rock back then, and he is our rock now. He's our rock now. And we all have worries again. We all have worries in our lives. So rather than telling God how big our worries are in our lives, we should remember who our God is and tell our worries how big our God is. So that's number one. We have a call to surrender. God, I give you access to it. Number two, we overcome worry when we live in the present moment. When we're living in the now, right now, today, this minute, this second, right now, in this second, I am living in the moment. And when I'm living in the moment... I'm not focusing on my worry, which is going to grow, 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 grow throughout my day. There's this quote that I love, and I try to live my life by it. Those who live in the past are depressed. Those who live in the future are anxious, and those who live in the moment find peace. We all want peace. There's not one person here who says, Father, I love my anxiety. I don't want peace. I love being worried. I, I, I love being up at night. No, we all want peace. All of us. But peace will not come until we live in the moment because all we have is now. And God is in the now. Our God is in the now, today, this second. So if I'm worried, I'm worried about something from the past. If I'm worried, I'm worried about something in the future. If my heart is troubled, I'm stuck in the past or I'm stuck in the future. I'm not in the moment, that's why I have no peace. So I have to draw myself back to the present moment throughout my day. While I'm driving, while I'm at school, even now while I'm at Mass, whatever it may be, my mind may be in a million different pieces. I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do this, I got to do that. That's the same for me as well. But I know when I'm worried, when my heart is troubled, I'm not living in the moment. Because our God is in the moment. So when I've identified where I'm at right now, My heart is troubled. I've identified, okay, I'm having some trouble. I'm feeling worried. I'm not living in the present moment. I'm stuck in the past or in the future. God, you are in the now, and right now I am in this classroom. Right now I am at church. Right now I am driving, and Jesus, you are with me in the now. That's how we overcome worry. We invite Jesus into it. If we do that a hundred times a day, we've prayed a hundred times a day. We'll be less troubled in our hearts when we do this. And finally, we overcome worry when we remember that earth is not our final destination. Most of us that are worried, all of us, when we have worries, they're earthly things. Yes, they're real things. My health, my family, my work, my finances, my marriage, my children. These are real things. Yes, I don't want to underestimate or be unempathetic to your situation. But they're all earthly. And this is not our final destination. I lose my loved one, and I love this person so much. Yes, this hurts. Yes, I'm worried about what's going to happen, but I know this is not my final destination. I know that earth is not my final destination. Heaven is our final destination. We heard in today's gospel, he says to them, again, do not let your hearts be troubled. In my Father's house there are many rooms, If this were not, so would I have told you that I'm going to go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you there myself. That's the good news. There is life after death. We get so caught up in our hearts, are so worried in this world, and we're anxious, and we're depressed, and we're in the past, and we're in the future. and We forget. This is not our final destination. And that's why we're worried, is because we're clinging on for dear life here on earth and that is what troubles our hearts when we feel that way yes feeling worried is okay but it's a decision we make we just say lord i'm living for this world and i'm stuck in this world this is not my final destination jesus because of your death on the cross i want to be with you forever in heaven we start thinking about the world to come our hearts will be less troubled here while we're on earth So, brothers and sisters, Jesus gives us other commandments outside of the Ten Commandments and gave us one more in today's gospel. Do not let your hearts be troubled. The clearest sign of a troubled heart is someone who worries all the time. Many of us will come forward to receive Jesus in the Most Holy Eucharist today. What will Jesus find in your soul? What will he find in my soul? A soul with a troubled heart because they refuse to surrender their worries to Jesus? refuse to live in the present moment and refuse to admit that their worries are earthly and that, and, that, uh, and that this world is not our final destination? Or will Jesus find a soul that is at peace because their heart is not troubled because they surrender their worries to Jesus? We, they, live a, they live in the present moment and they know that no matter how big their worries are, heaven is their final destination, which is even bigger than any, worth, any earthly worry. So brothers and sisters, let us sit here for a minute. Let us sit here for a minute and give our hearts to Jesus so we can be less worried. Amen? Amen.